from the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. The first college football AP Top 25 is out. Miami ranked number 16. 16th ranked team in the country. Stone, do you think that that's pretty appropriate? I do. I, I don't think there's another place you can place them without, you know, making everybody flip out or go crazy. Any higher, they're like, oh, we should be lower. Any lower, they're like, whoa, how'd you put them there? I think 16 is a, uh, a beautiful sweet spot. You know what I see, though? What? They got that pretty much is saying Miami should be in the ACC championship game. Yes. They got them ranked the spot above so, Pitt. Let, yeah, so let's go through it. So, so I got the odds. Number one is Alabama. Number two is Ohio State. Number three is Georgia. Not a ton of surprise there. Nope. Number four, Clemson. Maybe a little surprise, but not terribly surprising. Yeah. Notre Dame at number five. They go to Ohio State to start the season, though, right? Notre Dame does? I have no clue what Notre Dame's schedule is looking like. Let's check that real yeah. quick, Stone. Can we check that? Yep. Uh, because if that is the case, if I remember correctly, then Notre Dame will be... Yeah. Um, not in the top five. They'll be ranked 22. Week one. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, Texas A&M sits at number six. That is Miami's uh, huge yeah. non-conference opponent. Uh, you've got Utah number seven, Michigan, Oklahoma, eight, nine, Baylor at 10, and then Oregon, Oklahoma State, NC State, USC, Michigan State, and Miami. Okay, so uh, NC State. Come, Clemson and NC State are ranked above Miami ACC teams in those top 16. Like Theo said, Pitt is right behind Miami. So, yeah, that does suggest to me that Miami should be sniffing that ACC title game. Yeah, so as it stands right now, the odds to win the ACC, Clemson is at minus 180, almost 2-1, to one, and then right below them, next in line, is Miami yeah. at plus 500. Following them is NC State, then Pitt, then UNC, then Wake Forest. So, yeah, it, it is kind of ACC championship or bust. We kind of get that feeling. In case you're scoring at home, Florida got 14 votes. They're not in the top 25. UCF, 27 votes for the top 25. Not a single vote for Florida State. Not one. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I did want to, I, along that same vein, 247, their new rankings are out, their recruiting rankings for 2023. Uh, and Stone has been celebrating the dominance of Mario Cristobal and how he is stacking the 2023 class. Well, Look who's coming up in the rearview mirror, Stone. It's Billy Napier Hello. in Florida. Right now, Miami ranked number nine nationally in the class of 2023. And right behind them, Florida is in to the top 10. And then it's Florida State at number 26. Hello, Mike Norvell. <laughs> hey, you doing anything? He's a good guy, man. Mike, Mike. That's Group 5 Mike, they're calling him on Twitter. Group of 5 that's, Mike. Oh, that's his nickname. God. But Billy Napier and the Florida Gators had a pretty insane week last week. They got four four, four stars. Yeah, they did. All on the defensive side. Both of and, and And so that, that, that did a lot, of, a lot of numbers for them. But Billy's picking it up finally. I think it's that, uh, that letter. That letter to his fans. That letter to the, the, the letter Gator to fans. his fans. It, it has picked everything up. That mm-hmm. was the calm he that told, the Florida Gators he, fan base needed. He told us, just wait. Uh-huh. Just wait. We'll there he comes. It out. Nothing to worry about. Um, and uh, by the way, just quick note, Florida Atlantic opens the season less than two weeks. Charlotte coming in. Conference USA battle. Be there. Support the Owls. Willie Taggart and company. 866-FAU-OWLS. FAUsports.com. Get your tickets. All right. 
Um, I, I want to get also, to uh, yes. Notre Dame September third. They do go to the shoe and play the okay. Ohio State Buckeyes. So they won't be number five after Whew. week one. That is an incredible way to just derail your season. It early. is. It reminds me of Miami last year against Alabama. But then again, Miami <laughs> is taking on Texas A&M early this I, year. I would say week three, so don't do not do that because week three, that's a huge yeah. test. And I that could it. do a lot. That could throw us all the way back. I all it. I know is that Florida Atlantic went to Ohio State to start the 2019 season, got beaten, and what did they do? They rebounded, won the Conference USA title. So, Notre Dame, do you have the guts that FAU did in 2019? <laughs> well, they That'll don't have a question. conference is the problem. That's... That's going to stop them. That is true. <laughs> that is, but we all know that Notre Dame gets special favors when it comes to the voters oh, yeah. and uh, desperately always wanting to put them into the college football playoff. For and sure. uh, so so we know that what will happen, they'll lose big to Ohio State and be like, oh, strength of schedule, it's okay. And then they'll beat like Navy and they'll uh, beat uh, IPFW, and yeah. uh, then it'll be, oh, hey, they're in the national championship conversation again. Yeah, it'll happen. Because that's what happens with Notre Dame. Uh, Zach Wilson, more breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. According to Adam Schefter, the New York Jets quarterback, it is confirmed has a torn meniscus and a bone bruise. He is out two to four weeks. Two to four weeks. Uh, Sprain PCL as well. So Joe Flacco is going to leapfrog Mike White in that quarterback room. Uh, Zach Wilson, by the way, before he got hurt, what an exemplary performance in the Jets' season opener, throwing a pick six, and then thinking that he was Michael Vick trying to put a juke on and ends up injuring his knee non-contact. The Jets have a decision (laughs) to make because Zach Wilson missed time last year. He hasn't done much on the field for you to say, hey, that, that, that right there, he gets it. Like, does he have the physical attributes? Absolutely. But it's a tough spot when the most notable thing you've done is sleep with your mom's best friend. Yeah. That is the only thing that Jets fans can hold uh, above your head is, ah, oh, Zach Wilson, he's our quarterback. Oh, why, why are you so excited about him? Uh, he, he slept with his mom's best friend. Uh, Great. Okay, yeah. cool. I, I have yet to see one thing on the field where I'm like, oh, that dude is the real deal. He is the savior for the Jets, and it presents a little bit of a quandary because Jason McIntyre, the big lead, uh, Fox Sports, I, I saw him tweet yesterday, why don't the Jets go and get Jimmy Garoppolo? But I don't know if that's a great idea because then you run into the Jets giving Zach Wilson the two-it treatment. Yeah. Why, if he's only out two to four weeks – does anybody think the Jets are close to contending for a playoff spot? Will they be improved? Maybe. Do they have playoff aspirations? No, not even close. No. Like, I think yeah. you go get Jimmy Garoppolo if you're a team that has playoff aspirations. I don't understand why you do that and stunt and, and have Zach Wilson doing the looking over your shoulder thing like two has had to do his first two years. Learn lessons from your division. You should have learned the lesson when you hired Adam Gase. <laughs> yeah. They got you into this situation in division. And now you're going to sit here and you're going to have Zach Wilson looking over his shoulder at a, a, a big money veteran quarterback. Why? And also might be considered more handsome than him, too. Like, I mean, that's Zach Wilson's only calling car that's, right now. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You don't want that narrative Zach Wilson was yeah. sleeping with his best friend's mom. or His, his mom's, mom's best, best friend. friend. <laughs> yeah, his mom's best friend. But Jimmy G, <laughs> he that might go dude take Zach was Wilson's betting, betting porn stars. Yeah. You I know mean, how hard that is? Very true. I mean, you don't want to bring... It seems harder than it looks. <laughs> you am talking about betting the porn stars. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Right. for sure. I, yeah. I'm, 
I'm, all, I'm also not willing to say Jimmy G is that much of a better quarterback than Joe Flacco is. Again, you might hate me for that, wow. but I don't know if there's that big of a drop-off no, from either role. I think they're, yeah. No, you're, you're, no. You I'm not going to so? let y'all do that. You're talking about Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco, right? Yeah, I'm talking about him. Okay. Yeah, what year was that again, Stone? What if, but, I, I don't remember. <laughs> but what does Jimmy, exactly. Jimmy Garoppolo do yeah. demonstrably better than, than sure. Joe Flacco? No, he's he's a better quarterback than Joe Flacco. Come on, we're not going to have this conversation right now. Well, I mean, I we can, but but if you're if <laughs> Jimmy you Garoppolo's are, better than him, if you're the Jets, what is your ceiling even with Zach Wilson as your quarterback? What like six or seven wins? They're not. Yeah, they're not trying to. I mean, I, yeah, I think that their team win total right now, I believe, sits at four and a half. Yeah, like yeah. I, I think you go and get Jimmy Garoppolo if you have a roster where you think you're a veteran quarterback away. The Jets are not a veteran quarterback away. The Jets are a team that need to acclimate their young gun quarterback yeah. and get him going and so you can start gelling. The Jets, I think it, it would be foolish to go give up players of value or draft picks for Jimmy Garoppolo when what is he providing other than some uh, maybe a couple extra tickets or uh, some, some extra print in the newspapers to generate some excitement. They would have. They would be. They, they would be. In a, they would say maybe that's the most handsome quarterback room of all time, and they get all that New York press or whatever. But what I would say is the argument for going and getting Jimmy G is you don't want to break another quarterback yet again. Look, yeah. The way that they broke Sam Darnold, and maybe Sam Darnold came in broken. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like you're going to run yourself into that same situation if, for one, Stone. We talked about this when you were out, Ken. That offensive line now, especially with Makai Becton mm-hmm. out for the season. Perpetually out. That is a makeshift offensive line. You have a guy like Zach Wilson who's already injuring himself on non-contact plays. He was injured last year. He's a small-framed quarterback that thinks he can move around a bunch. Like, If you trot him out there this year and loft out expectations, who's to say that you're not going to break him yeah. even more than I, he was last year? I just – why would you give him the two a treatment? If you truly believe in him, if he is the guy – I, I heard I heard Evan talking about it at 1155. He was saying next year's quarterback class is deep. Yeah. Like four or five in the the top 20. In the first round, maybe even in the top 20. But if you're the Jets, do you you then just eye that? So, but but I, I just I don't see so the scenario Josh where it makes him sense. Is what you're saying. Yeah, like it, but just, but that should require you to go get Jimmy Garoppolo. Then it's even more useless if you're having an eye on the the first round of the draft next year and you have the draft capital. We know that uh, to to pick one of those quarterbacks. If maybe you don't believe in Zach Wilson, even more reason why you shouldn't go get Jimmy Garoppolo. So you fear? I'll ask. You fear that. Zach Wilson and the Jets are going to fall into some sort of Giants Daniel Jones situation no, this I, year. Like you're on audition, no, you're on a rookie contract. Well, like we need to see what you got, and if you don't, we will go shopping because there are quarterbacks all over the place coming next year. I want to make sure we were using the right word. I don't fear that. I celebrate. Yeah. that. Okay? Yes, yes. You I do. don't fear that. Dolphins fan me celebrates that, but yes, I could see that being one of the scenarios that plays out. I just I don't agree with Jason McIntyre of the big league that oh you got to go get Jimmy Garoppolo. Why? Yeah. Who thinks the Jets are a budding playoff contender? I know not me. That's not happening. Uh, this has been the first full weekend of the NFL preseason, and a lot of teams sat their stars. The Dolphins didn't play any of the big names in the win over Tampa. But what are some of the observations that you made from the first full weekend of the preseason? What's something that stood out to you the first full weekend of the NFL preseason? 888 760 
760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. It's 888-760-3776. How fun was it to see, even though it was vanilla, a Mike McDaniel offense in action against the Bucs? And and you you didn't have Mostert. You didn't have Tyreek Hill. You didn't have Jalen Waddell. None of those guys, but you can see you've got a fullback in the rotation. You've got eyes set with a quarterback under center. Constant movement. Constant movement. Skylar Thompson, I got to be honest, I didn't know a damn thing about him before training camp. He sort of feels like a nice insurance policy to have in that quarterback room, especially if Teddy Bridgewater is going to keep having back problems, which kept him out of the game against Tampa, especially if you have question marks. Now, is it uncomfortable to carry three quarterbacks on a weekly basis? Yeah, probably. It's not ideal, but that's a good sign, right? Absolutely. Skylar Thompson, a lot of people don't understand how many starts under center he had at Kansas State. I think he played almost three and a half seasons early in his freshman year. Quarterback factory Kansas State. Yeah, I mean, mean, he was really, really good for them, and he had them contending against good teams, even putting up a fight against Oklahoma and whatnot. So Skylar Thompson looked really, really good. And I think you can carry three quarterbacks because I don't think Skylar Thompson expects to play, nor does he want to play. I think, of course, he would, you know, be happy with that opportunity, but I don't think he's rushing anything right now. So I think we sit in a pretty good spot. I'm also not going to spend more than two minutes talking about Skylar yeah. Thompson. What I will say is that uh, that was positive. That was that was very yeah. positive. Mike McDaniel just seeing you mentioned it, the the movement like it's that's significant. It's such a change, and my God, does it feel good to have one person calling plays? What a what a great move by the Dolphins getting Mike McDaniel. And again, hopefully we keep saying that past like week six. But but still, <laughs> even if it. My thing is, sometimes you can't even play the results. You have to at least respect the process. And going get a, getting a guy in today's day and age in the NFL who is supposed to be a quote-unquote offensive genius, creative play caller, and a young guy who's able to kind of relate to the players and get them yeah. a little bit rah-rah up. Matt Rule. I like that. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was getting to. Why the hell did they hire Matt Rule? Oh, man, that's so good. What the hell's going you know, on? I think, and Stone, you and I have talked about it, football is not an overly complicated game. Right? Like it at its core, you have guys, you can churn out yards, trying to put up points, and you play disciplined defense and focus on fundamentals. I know it sounds coach speaky, but football is not a difficult game in concept, okay? It is so refreshing to have someone in Mike McDaniel after a coach where he ran off the previous one, Minka Fitzpatrick, mm. had beefs with the front office, is pursuing Deshaun Watson, is consistently grumpy, doesn't like being questioned, doesn't have a good relationship with his quarterback after throwing three offensive coordinators at one time at him, juggling quarterbacks at weird times, bringing in a rookie quarterback and having no idea how to handle him from a mental standpoint. It's so refreshing, even this early, to have a head coach, the way he talks, the way he has interpersonal relationships, the way he has designed his offense with one play caller, everybody knows who's responsible. It's common sense. It feels so good to not have this whole thing mucked up like Brian Flores had it. Things make sense. I can grasp it. I can follow it. God, that's refreshing. It's so refreshing. I think what he understands is one of the key ingredients of offense, and that's Put the ball in your playmaker's hands. He said it verbally himself, and now with the weapons they have, Mm, mm. you just have to make it easy, right? Very schematically, 
give your quarterback simple reads because you have guys who are going to gain that extra seven, mm-hmm. that yes. extra eight yards after the catch. So you don't have to think next level as opposed to somebody like the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins, right? Like on third and 12, that's up to Kirk Cousins to really throw that ball, you know, past that marker, that 12-yard. And he won't. Tua, but if he does, it's not going to be on the, uh, on the yeah. mark. <laughs> but as far as it goes for Tua, I mean, you're allowed to throw a slant to Jalen Waddle that he catches seven yards. He can go get that five to get the first down. So putting the ball in playmaker's hands, I've heard Mike, Mike McDaniel say it a lot. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's one of my favorite things, listening to an offensive coordinator, because that really means you understand your players and you understand that it's not that crazy. And another thing, I know it's easy, right, for, for Dolphins Twitter and, and fans of the team to post these pictures, but I did see one yesterday just from a fan. But the preseason game against the Bucks, there were Dolphins receivers on the field, and they were wide open. And mind you, it wasn't any of the starters, but just for them to be wide open against a, a Tampa Bay Bucks defense, like, it was cool to see. I'm like, okay, regardless yeah. of who was out there, the plays that were drawn up and, and executed well, like these guys were wide open. Imagine if Tyreek Hill had that much space. Imagine if Waddle had that much space, vice versa. So it was, it was cool to see, and he is keeping it simple. I just feel, I, I feel uplifted because you can see it and you can understand it. The football shouldn't be something that's so confusing that you can't follow it. Sure. It became very confusing with Brian Flores on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, what shut down the Ravens last year on that Thursday night was a cover zero defense. It doesn't take... <laughs> Einstein to figure out what cover zero is and yeah, why it sure. works and why it neutralized Lamar Jackson, which showed to me Brian Flores, he absolutely understood the defensive side of the ball. 100%. Uh, there is no question in yeah. that, right? But when it came to offense, he didn't know. And then he, 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 he ended up botching the process, had bad personnel come through, had bad coaches come through, couldn't make leadership decisions to dictate who was going to call plays, who was going to pass along the sets, who was going to be the one responsible, and that's where he failed. Yeah. Okay? Regardless of anything with Stephen Ross, regardless of anything uh, that he wanted or didn't want in a quarterback, he failed the offensive side of the ball because he didn't get it. And it's so nice to get it. Even the common fan can get it with what Mike McDaniel early on has done uh, yeah. with the Dolphins. What's something that stood out to you first full weekend of the NFL preseason? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. I kind of liked Nick Sirianni, by the way, yelling at uh, at Sala after Jalen Hurts right. took that hit out of bounds. Loved it. Um, could, could you real quick, because I forgot I forgot the name of the, the, uh, the player that, that hit uh, Jalen Hurts out of bounds. That was egregious. It's one of those things that happens in the preseason, unfortunately, and it's why you've really got to you've really got to weigh your options. It's why Tua didn't play. It's why Tyreek Hill didn't play. It's mm-hmm. why Jalen Waddle didn't play. Um, it's why Zach Wilson did. Oh, uh, ooh, ee, you're speaking of the same game. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Not good. Quincy Williams. Weeks. Quincy Williams. So there are guys fighting for jobs, and I get it. I understand the the chances in an early preseason game, especially of someone trying to make an early impression on film. If you're going to play your starters, especially on offense, you have got to be damn sure that you feel comfortable putting that person out there. Like Nick Sirianni, I'm sure you want to get Jalen Hurts some work, but I am under. I now believe that there's no reason to play. A starting quarterback. No one's going to usurp Jalen Hurts. He is the starting quarterback in Philly. There's no reason for a starting quarterback, QB1, to play in week one. There's no reason for it. And that was case in point. 
Because I had tweeted initially at KLV 106.3 at what Quincy Williams, you said, he should be suspended and fined. But that's not fair because this is a guy fighting for a job. Playing football. Right? Yeah. And so was it egregious? Yes. In season, would he be suspended? Maybe. Would he be fined? Absolutely. But in a preseason game, it is a little bit different stakes. You're fighting for a, for your livelihood, right? And so you've really got to be careful when you play your starters. And if Jalen Hurts, it, it's Nick Sirianni, that's a great look. Him yelling across the field, hey, Sala, what the hell? What the hell, Sala? He didn't say that. Yeah, he yeah, said something else. Um, but then his, his team's like, hell yeah, this dude this dude gets it. For sure. Like, I love it. If I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm like, I love that. But great Nick Sirianni, I think that's a lesson learned. Uh, probably stay away from at least preseason game number one with your QB one. Now, I hear that, but what if you put new wrinkles in your offense? What if there were some things that you didn't do last year offensively that you have tried in training camp that you think are going to work and you want to see your QB one execute them? You, you got to throw them out there on the field. You got to get us some Do game it in reps. preseason game two. Do it in preseason game three. Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose. I haven't seen that done, though, where they, they're held out week one and played week two. You neither but also, I. you got a new wide receiver, one in A.J. Brown. You... I have a feeling he'll be able to adjust. <laughs> but That's you, just me. But you want to see it on tape. You want to see the timing when the bullets but are flying. If you if you can't see it on tape off of 11-on-11 uh, full-speed training camp. It's different. With, you mean to tell me that Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown, who is one of the most dynamic receivers in the NFL, you you are worried about what he's going to put on film. There's going to be a difference between training camp and on the field in the first preseason game. I don't think you're necessarily worried. You just don't want him to have any bit of doubt going into week one. You want him to have his feet underneath him like and get, get busy in between the lines. Make also, sure that it's all still there. Football players like playing football, too. That, that has to be factored into it, whereas like you think if you walk up to Jalen Hurts, and I know the, the team needs to make the ultimate decision, but I'm sure Jalen Hurts was probably lobbying to get out there and play with his guys, too. That factors in. Mm. But you've got to save him from himself. Though. Yeah, that's, that's true. part of your job. And, and, and it's funny we're talking about this because he was literally running out of bounds. Yeah. Like, like he, he was getting out of He was saving himself. Yeah. He was saving, he was saving himself. himself. But you know what? If I'm Jalen Hurts now, at least in the preseason, and you don't want to create bad habits, but you better make that a right angle, 90-degree turn out of bounds. <laughs> don't yeah. leave any wiggle room to even take a hit. Was it late? Yes. Yeah. Could he probably have just bailed? Nobody in the preseason is going to accuse you of being a wuss or making a bad football decision if you just make that right angle out of bounds. Yeah, right? you're a quarterback, man. Yeah, it's it's self-preservation at that point. I respect it, and I know that's part of his game, but, dude, save your body. Nick Sirianni, save your quarterback's body. Don't get it to a point where you're having to MF the, the, the head coach on the other sideline. Like, just don't do it. Just imagine if Zach Wilson went out like that and then Jalen Hurts, couple broken ribs. I, I mean, know. The preseason would have been canceled. I know. <laughs> I can't stand when quarterbacks down. go down in the preseason, man. It, it reminds me of even when – was it when Teddy Bridgewater went down, was that – that was training camp, that though, right? That was training camp. That, that was in a preseason, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it just stinks, man, for the, for the fans of those teams and whatnot. It's just like, dude, I felt bad for the Jets fans. I'm glad Zach Wilson at least – We'll be able to play this year, though. Uh, since we've been talking about the Eagles, let's get back to getting to know Theo's teams mm. here on Ken Levick Alive. Tomorrow is Theo Dorsey NFL team commitment and signing day here on Ken Levick Alive. He has become disenchanted with the Carolina Panthers. He has put together four teams he will be selecting his NFL fandom from in 2022. We have reviewed the Panthers, who have made the final four, but now... 
The Philadelphia Eagles are in the last four for Theo Dorsey's fandom in 2022. The aforementioned Nick Sirianni into his second year as Eagles head coach. Key additions, wide receiver A.J. Brown, wide receiver Zach Paschal, edge rusher Hassan Reddick, corner James Bradbury. Key losses on the the defensive side of the ball, corner Steven Nelson and safety Rodney McLeod, who's now in Indianapolis. Last year, Philadelphia 9-8. Second in the NFC East and a wild card playoff loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. Theo, why is Philadelphia in your last four? See, this one's a tricky one because I didn't want to play. I didn't want to pick a team that had recent success, and we all know the Eagles just won a Super Bowl about four or five years ago. But this is a new regime, right? And when I look at this Eagles team, it's a team that this offseason a point of affliction. Which way are they going to go? Are they going to be a team that's going to be a perennial playoff contender for the next five years, or? Are they going to be a team that struggles? Is Jalen Hurts going to not be that guy? So I can jump in while the iron's not too steamy hot. I won't be a bandwagoner if I go to Philly. Also, my connections, two former Panthers and James Bradbury and Hassan Reddick. I'm used to rooting for them. They're with the Eagles. Darius Slay, big-time cornerback for the Eagles. I played Call of Duty with him a couple times. All right. That's love. So there's a personal connection there. Yes. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Number one, my rule growing up in the household back in the day, especially because back in the day there weren't as many of them, when in doubt, root for the black quarterback. Jalen Hurts, not (laughs) only the black quarterback, but also Channel View, Texas, adjacent to Houston. All right. You know what I'm saying? So I got that love for him. Also, he's a gym rat. You're now a newfound gym rat. Yes, sir. So you guys share that, too. We we both in the gym 24-7, me and Jalen Hurts, one of a kind. You know what I'm saying? A.J. Brown, (laughs) I see that the franchise is also bringing in talent. Instead of letting talent walk, by going out and getting A.J. Brown, surrounding Jalen Hurts with weapons, Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, uh, who's the uh, Zach Pascal. Mm-hmm. I like what the Eagles are doing as an organization. Dallas they went, Goddard. Dallas Goddard is there. They went and got a coach in Nick Sirianni who at least can spark some innovation. He's terrible at press conferences. But he is. <laughs> yes, he, yes, he pretty is. Pretty solid coach. I'm not sure he knows how to string together complete sentences. Yeah, we, we're working on that. Yeah. Or they're working it's on a that. I'm, I'm trying to see if I want to be a part of that right, right now. Right, But what I can say with the Eagles is, if I get in now, this is the time where it can go either way. And I, I like some Jalen Hurts. I like some A.J. Brown. Solid defense. Big Jordan Davis, did you see the karaoke? From Big Jordan Davis out of uh, Georgia. Big D tackle. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. What, what did he sing? He sung, uh, I don't remember at this point, but I'll it was really it. damn good. It was really damn good. It made quite an impression on Theo that he doesn't even remember it. <laughs> I can't remember now, man. The, the news cycle's 24-7, baby. I can't remember what I ate last night for dinner. It was it was leftover pizza. Oh, that's not my, a bad call. My fiance's been out of town for a week. No, so that's good. I get it. It's yeah. a Sunday night thing. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so the Philadelphia Eagles joined the Carolina Panthers. But one hesitation I do have with the Eagles mm-hmm. fans is I don't know if I can do Be the crazy fan. things that right, they do. Right, it's, right. They're yeah. not. They're they're a very unsavory people. It's a little sticky. Eagles fans. And I don't yeah. know if you know what that 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 world is like over there on the NS, NFC East, but uh, you know, it, it gets weird over there. Yeah. Don't forget, second in the division, nine and eight last year. And you got to deal with Carson Wentz all season long. I'm coming from the Ooh-wee. NFC South. I'm used to terrible divisions. All right. Did you hear what he just said? You got to deal with Carson Wentz. All I tried to ignore long. that. I know. I tried to ignore that. I couldn't. It was so <laughs> revolting to me. You know he's looming. Also, I would love looming to root with for- what? Getting benched? <laughs> looming with pick sixes. Yeah. Right. Also <laughs> looming with points for the defense. I would exactly. love to root for a team that could beat up on the Ron Rivera team. Again, I'm anti Ron Rivera. I'll Oof, stand on that. Man, that is a yeah. that's that's pettiness. I, I, yeah. I think it's pretty low. I don't care. 
So the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles and the Carolina Panthers, who will join those two in the four teams that Theo's choosing from tomorrow for his 2022 NFL fandom? We will find out, and Theo has a temple to troll. It's a big last half hour for yeah. Theo Dorsey here on this Monday. Hey, real quick, I think Financial, proud to support Saturday's ESPN 106.3 Top 63 Awards. They recognized a deserving student-athlete with a $2,500 scholarship from the I Think Community Foundation, a very deserving young man from Okeechobee. It was a great moment. The I Think Financial Foundation mission to improve the lives of children and families in the communities that they serve. If you don't like your bank, come experience why their members love I Think Financial. For more information, visit IThinkFI.org. I Think Financial, moving you forward. What teams will Theo continue to choose from? And Mac Jones is a top 100 player in the NFL. You've got to be bleeping me. (laughs) He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Mac Jones is a top 100 player in the NFL. I didn't see that coming. I did not say It's got to be a joke, right? Like, we're just having a prank pulled on us, right? Are what? We, are we getting ball sacked? Uh, yeah, is the NFL sacking us? Maybe that's what it is. Is the NFL just getting a little goofy, trying to be <sighs> hip, trying to be cool, ball sacking us? Mac Jones, by the way, better player than uh, Von Miller, according just... to uh, NFL players. Oh, better my. Better quarterback than, oh. uh, and we make fun of him, but a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. I'm having trouble with that one. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 me too. You're talking about the guy that Bill Belichick's game plan was to like have him throw only four times to try and win a football game, mm-hmm. that guy? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Hey, we don't Just trust you sure. enough to throw, so hand off. Hand yeah. off. Uh, we want you to hand off. Just hand off. Yeah. Oh, good Good game. Good win. Yeah. Come on, guys. The guy that they literally coddled and protected all year yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. understand how you get, like, you know what? No. I'm, I'm, don't I'm, don't forget. Don't forget. Don't do it. I don't have a theory. It. We're talking about a Pro Bowl quarterback <laughs> here. I know. I have a theory. I have a theory. Hold on. Because it's not a theory with me. It's fact when it comes to Baptist Health Orthopedic Care that they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. The NFL Network is coming out with its top 100 players in the NFL in 2022 now these are voted on by players which makes this uh extremely extremely interesting to question because these are peers it flies in the face of what i've said about how we should vote for postseason awards i've said forget the media it should be players it should be players that are voting on the mvp voting on the most improved player. There's contract incentives. It should be players, the guys playing against them. But this, when they're putting Mac Jones at 85, a top 100 player in the NFL, 
That's where I've got to draw the line. Theo, why don't you just grab another chair? <laughs> Theo is like, Theo has been struggling for the last five minutes because his chair keeps going down. Uh, you just get, you, you look like a five-year-old I now know, at the table. Just get that chair. All right, I will, I it's will. It's fine. Okay. Be comfortable. I don't want you to be uncomfortable. By the way, that right there is a symptom of something that's going on in the office. A TV in our conference room nearly just fell from the wall. A huge flat-screen TV we have nearly just fell from the wall. It is no longer there because it was taken down before a catastrophe took place. How is that possible? How is it possible at the ESPN West Palm Studios that a gigantic, what is that, Stone, like a 60-inch TV? It looks like a 65. A 65-inch flat-screen TV just started falling from the wall. What kind of shoddy craftsmanship do we have operating here at ESPN West Palm? And then Theo's chair is just is sinking into the ground. I thought I was in quicksand, man. And, and time and time again, our production crew gives us crappy just crap. sounding audio. Uh, and then I walk in here and there's centipedes all over the place. What in the hell is happening around here? Have some pride and some professionalism, ESPN West Palm. That's right. Anyways, Mac Jones, number 85. Speaking According of pride to and peers, professionalism. Exactly. It seems to me that some of this voting was half-assed because Mac Jones is not a better player than Von Miller, who came in in the 90s. Uh, Mac Jones is not a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins, who came in at number 99 of the top 100 players. Is Kirk Cousins endlessly frustrating? Yes. Is he overpaid? Absolutely. Is he a better quarterback than Mac Jones? Yes. Is Mac Jones number 85 in the top 100 players in the NFL? No. Is Mac Jones a top 100 player in the NFL? No. I mean, it's preposterous. Yeah. I mean, I think the moment, just looking at it, you know, we've done a few things based off of principle today. The fact that Mac Jones is ranked lower than a Super Bowl MVP in Von Miller is where I draw the line. Like, that is just unacceptable. Mac Jones, I think, is simply in there because we fall in love with the Patriots quarterback. We fall in love. They are rooting so hard for the successor to Tom Brady to succeed. Rooting so hard for the Belichick way to because we've leaned on it so much. We've leaned on it so much, and I think even the in the player. NFL and player circles, like there's this reverence still for the way the Patriots do business. If you want to win, you go to New England. Yeah, the Patriots went to the playoffs last year. Was it because of Mac Jones? Uh uh-uh. uh. It was not because of Mac Jones. I'm sorry. It was an opportunistic defense. They did what they had to do on offense. Mac Jones, can he be a nice player? Sure. Is he a top 100 player after being the 12th alternate that got into the Pro Bowl last year? No. You can't give him credit for making the Pro Bowl. He was simply there because no one else could go. He was a body, and they needed a body and pads and a helmet. That doesn't count. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how the players came to this conclusion. They're giving but, the Patriots too much credit and I wanna, for what they are. And I want to know which players as well. Yeah, yeah. I want to know who voted but for this, Mac Jones. This happens all of the time. when, like, Even in the NBA, when players get to vote for the All-Star Game stuff, you see a lot of wonky stuff going on. And that's why I've always said, yes, the media is not the perfect ruler of all things when it's it comes not, to voting for stuff. But, but this the is players, making me reconsider it. The players. I mean, LeBron James went out and asked for Russell Westbrook to be on his team in 2021. Yeah, Players yeah. sometimes have a skewed perception of what reality is in, the, in each of their sports, even in their own sports. And I'm not sure which NFL players were like, you know what, 100 guys, I want Mac Jones. 
Like, Stone, I'm going to lean on you for this because even though you have a thing for Carson Wentz, which is really, really <laughs> weird and it drives me insane, uh, and uh, you think that Drew Locke is going to turn some heads in Seattle. Mm, which, Drew Locke's not even winning the quarterback battle. Right, right. Smith. So that was a really good proclamation Just you made several great. months ago. You, were, you, you have nailed that. You love Drew Locke, though. So. Yeah, I do. Is it because he was rapping Dreams and Nightmare? You know, that was part of it. That's the highlight of his. If the highlight of your NFL career to this point, if you're a young quarterback, is a uh, sleeping with your mom's best friend, yeah. or b uh, rapping on the sidelines, chances are bad things are are happening with your franchise where that quarterback resides. Okay, but I'm going to lean on you, Stone Labanowitz, quarterback, Division One QB. What what does Mac Jones do so well where he's a top 100 player in the NFL? What are these players seeing? What are they seeing that myself, I'm not seeing it, Theo's not seeing it? I would say off the bat, understanding the assignment. A lot of the times, quarterbacks are arrogant or self-centered and think that they can do things themselves, right? They think they can convert third and longs by themselves. Mac Jones understands where they're at on the field, what the offense of coordinator is trying to do when calling plays. Like, he'll never put you in a bad spot. He's a safe play. You can always count on your defense coming through down the stretch, or at least when you're down seven with 10 minutes. Mac Jones can put you, you know, in field goal range and bring it to a one possession game, and then you can lean on the other, like, sides of football. So, Mac Jones is always safe, and I, I feel like he always understands the assignment. I guess really what I'm getting at is he fits the Patriot Way mold. That's the thing, it's the logo on the helmet. Yeah. That's why he's a top 100 player. That's why players voted him top 100, because of the logo on the helmet. He, Not because of what he actually does. Yeah. And the way Stone's describing it is he's getting praised for his limitations. Yeah, he knows his limitations. Right. But there's a guy that knows but, his shortcomings. But, but there's a lot to be said about yeah, that. That's, there's but, a lot to be said. A guy like Baker Mayfield who's going to turn the ball over yeah. in the situation when you are down seven with ten minutes. Mac Jones won't put you in that situation. And I think another thing to tack on to it is he came from an RPO-centered offense at Alabama, which is kind of the new fad. In all of football, right, the run-pass option, when you can pull it from a running back and understand what the uh, defensive backs are doing behind, you know, the linebackers, like, that is what we're seeing more and more of, and I think that's a strength of his. So, uh, again, when you're a quarterback out there and you can trust him to kind of handle an RPO or what they would deem a complex side of the offensive uh way things are going in the game yeah. right now. Let's uh, let's get to get to know Theo's teams. The third team of the four he'll be choosing from tomorrow as his team to root for in 2022. We've seen the Carolina Panthers. We've seen the Philadelphia Eagles. Now the Kansas City Chiefs, yes, coached by Andy Reid, won the AFC West last year, fell in the AFC title game after a 12-5 season. Key additions, wide receivers, Marquez Valdez-Scatling and Juju Schuster-Smith. Yikes. Edge rusher Carlos Dunlap and safety Justin Reed. Key losses, wide receiver Tyree Kill, corner Charvarius Ward, safety Tyron Matthew, and edge rusher Melvin Ingram. Theo, why the Chiefs? This one holds a special place in my heart. I was born in Overland Park, Kansas. So even as a kid, I grew up loving the Tony Gonzalez, Priest Holmes Chiefs. So nice. Trent Green, you know, I have a, an affinity for them, and I do hope that they do well. So... The barbecue's good out there. I've been to the Negro League uh, Hall of Fame or Negro League Museum out in Kansas City. So I've got love for Kansas City. And this is the perfect time to get on board because a lot of people are down on the Chiefs. People are saying that Patrick Mahomes plays too much street ball. So now you can say you're not a front runner. You're getting yeah. in when they may be on the downturn. Exactly. So there is I an opening. It, I, I see the opening. There's a franchise quarterback who's locked in. There's a, a culture there. There's a good head coach. 
There's Eric Bieniemy right there in the shadows. You know, he might lose him sooner or later. But at the end of the day, the Chiefs have something that I want to be a part of, maybe. So, Theo Dorsey has the Panthers, the Eagles, and the Chiefs as three of the four teams yes. he's considering for his fandom in 2022. When we return, we meet that final team. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, where I got my Kia K5 GT. It is beautiful, it is fun, and I love that dealership. I actually am going to go in and get my car serviced for the dependable folks at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, in just a couple of days. But you'll love the car buying experience. There's a credit clinic on site. Don't worry I know that it's difficult for a lot of people with money. I've had bad credit in the past. I still struggle with credit. They have bank reps on site to help you out, get you off the lot with a beautiful brand new or pre-owned Kia. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach.com. Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport in West Palm Beach. It is your go-to. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Check out the selection online. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach.com. A fan free agent this season is Theo Dorsey. Carolina Panthers fan since 2004. Buddy is flirting. The Panthers have made his final four of teams that he's considering rooting for in 2022, but the Philadelphia Eagles have caught his eye. The Kansas City Chiefs have passed a note to him in class. The final team that Theo Dorsey is considering in 2022 to be a fan of, the Miami Dolphins. Mm. The Dolphins with Mike McDaniel, first-year head coach, key additions, wide receiver Tyreek Hill, left tackle Taron Armstead, wide receiver Cedric Wilson, left guard Connor Williams, key losses for the Dolphins, wide receiver Devontae Parker, quarterback Jacoby Brissett, and right tackle Jesse Davis. Last year, the Dolphins came one game away from going to the postseason. Mm. Theo, why the Miami Dolphins? First and foremost, man, you know, start with this. Black GM, black quarterback, black coach. Um, So you got to start there. Mike McDaniel shouts, black father. Um, (laughs) Me too. Also, Uh, I like what the Dolphins are building here because, again, this is another team that's similar to the Eagles where people are wondering which way is it going to go. Is Tua going to work out? Well, you know what? If I double down on being with the Miami Dolphins, that's me buying in on the Tua experience. You go out, you leverage the future for a guy like Tyreek Hill to put on a show. Also, I'm a homeowner in South Florida now, so this makes sense. I'm a Miami Heat fan already. I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan already since my childhood, so why not make it a symbiotic experience by all the way in on South Florida sports, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and team up with the Miami Dolphins. I'm leaning. I'm leaning, but I'm still a free agent, baby. All right, so the Panthers, the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Dolphins – Tomorrow, Theo makes his commitment and signs on to the team he's going to root for in 2022. Theo, right now, as it stands, where is your head at? Who has the edge of your final four? Here's the thing, man. Because I've always been a guy that is big on loyalty, I have to say since I am still a free agent and my, my fandom has not fully left the Panthers yet, technically, I've got to say right now to keep it within the, the doors here, Panthers right now. Okay. Because they're my they're, they're the leading favorites. They're home. Respect. They're home. But 
I'm still flirting. It just feels like Stoney's wavering a little bit. I'm not convinced that the Panthers are truly who he's going to go with, though. It, it's a tough spot to be in. I, I think he's saying all the right words. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he's still on contract with the Panthers, and the last thing that he wants is to just get dropped and lose, you know? Yeah. Got to gotta stay loyal right now because I can't lean somewhere else and then go back to the Panthers. They wouldn't welcome me in with an no. opening arm. And tomorrow, I mean, the pressure's on because Theo's not only committing to a team, yeah. but he's putting pen to paper to a team. Stone knows. Yes, in sir. In college, once you put that pen to paper, the letter of intent, as they call it, you're headed. You're headed you to be- wherever you, you, you sign. Yeah. You basically sign your life away. Right. My, right. Look, my DMs are open. At Theo Dorsey TV, <laughs> tampering is no longer a thing. My, it's full-out recruiting season until tomorrow. At Theo Dorsey TV, let me know. Eagles, Chiefs, Dolphins, or going back home to keep pounding with the Panthers. We'll put up a poll as well. We'll let you vote. Where should he go? Can you sway Theo? Theo has four teams. Tomorrow Ooh. we'll take calls before you make your announcement. People trying to bring you onto their bandwagon. Biggest day of my life. Panthers, Eagles, Chiefs, and Dolphins. Thank God he has a wedding coming up. Theo Stone, <laughs> I'm Ken. Bye. Bud's Chicken and Seafood enjoy two 